And this is... Brain Breeze Edition with Ray and Jay. I'm Rachel. I'm Jason. And so, kind of exciting, because we haven't got to use it yet. Mm-hmm. You made something. Yes, the dodecahedron of dumb ideas has been completed. Yes, there's a bunch of dumb ideas on here. And if you are on our Instagram, you could see a picture of me holding it and looking kind of scared. <laughs> and then I put it on my head. Because that's what I do with things that scare me. But, so, we got a lot to do here. Yeah. It's been a while. We've been kind of lacking on, you know, I don't know by the time we get this episode up, but we've been kind of slacking in our responsibilities with the podcast. Um, at least I have. So this is a brain breeze, which means we're going to roll some dice to figure out what kind of genres or stories that we're going to make up is about. Yes. So we got two dodecahedrons of normal type uh, genres. And then we have the third one invented now called the dodecahedron of dumb ideas. To make it even more dumb than we already were. This is going to be very dumb. <laughs> so. so, then we have a regular genre, a subgenre, and then dumb ideas. Ready? Yes. First roll. Ten. Ten is mystery. Mystery. And second is ten. And again is. Hold on. What's on the second list? I'm trying to see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I don't know. It's either Film Noir or Jungle Safari. I think we were arguing about. Well, we did Jungle Safari before, and Mystery goes perfect with Film Noir. Yeah. So that's. Alright. We're going to do one of those, but now we're going to add a dumb idea to it. Let's add a dumb idea. How are we going to do this? I'm going to roll it over there. Okay. It's a big one. Yeah, it is. Sorry, my chair squeaks. Don't fall down the stairs. You ready? Yep. All the characters are animals. (laughs) All the characters are animals. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Talking animals. Talking animal film noir mystery. Oh man! <laughs> oh. oh, we thought we thought this was a good idea. <laughs> so, talking animals. All the characters are animals. Film nor crime mystery oh. or mystery. Yes. Hmm. So. of evil directing. Yeah, and I've never seen it a lot. I only saw the beginning shot, which is amazing. Yeah, you should do it for the show. It's a good movie. Yeah. You got some good ones. With some weird parts in it, so it'd be funny to talk about. Charlton Heston is Hispanic, Hmm. etc. 
Um, so where are we going to set this? Oh, geez. Um, well, there's a lot of animals, like. Yeah. You know, whereas film noir, everybody's just going to be animals just because it's going to be like Roger Rabbit or something. Roger Rabbit was cartoons. Yeah. Is this going to be live action? Or is it uh, cartoons? Is it animation? It's CG. CG? Yeah. Is that going to be a Pixar? Um, it could be a cartoon, I suppose. Only, but only if it's like um, Miyazaki film <laughs> quality. Because I'm sure they'll love our story. Huh. Y'all interested? <laughs> um, let's see. Setting. Some kind of city, right? Mm -hmm. Generally. That is Chicago, dirty. New York, Detroit. Chicago, New York, Detroit, Francisco, Los Angeles. Los Angeles is a common one. Chicago, New York are all common film noirs. What about uh, Denver? I've never been. What about Detroit? Alright, you can do it in <laughs> Detroit. I know a lot about Detroit. Uh -huh. I live there. Uh, I have. I have. Well, kind we're going to test your knowledge tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of animals in Detroit. What kind of animals? Oh, first of all, what time? Well, time period? It's got to be probably in the 30s, 40s. It doesn't have to be, but we could. Yeah. There's a lot of crime going on around that time in Detroit. It was one of the biggest cities in the world at the time. Right. Jimmy Hoffa. There's a, wait, this is for Chicago. Never mind. I would say, there's a million stories in the Windy City, and this is just one. What is Detroit's nickname? Motor City. Well, yeah. Um, it's just very true. I mean, there's no way you can actually... Well, you can live without a car there, but you can't really go anywhere without a vehicle. Who's the main protagonist? Yeah. That animal thing threw me off. Well, you you tell me who the character is and I'll tell you what animal it is. <laughs> <laughs> what about Barry? Barry. I like that. Barry. Is he a detective? Yeah. Like, I'm forced detective or is he like... Private. His, his private agency, like he used to be on the force. Yeah, he used to be. Yes, yeah. Private dick. <laughs> uh, what animal is he? Well, you think of smaller characters. Um. Or an antagonist. Or we don't have to Well, we, we have to know the antagonist so we can tell the story. But... Uh. <clears throat> okay, my animals. I want to say zebra. Barry the Zebra. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing that came to my mind. Bear came to mind. That's too obvious. <laughs> Tiger. No. The crime boss made Tiger. 
the what? The crime for sure. The Detroit Tigers. Oh yeah. There you go. Oh, We're not gonna talk about the Lions, because the Lions <laughs> suck, okay? Yeah. They do. only time I would ever, and I don't give a shit about sports, but the only time you would, I would ever go to a Lions game if it was free is I've heard that it's quite embarrassing. <laughs> well, I've been told. <laughs> but baseball ain't bad. Going to a game is alright. Never been. It's fun. Are we still... All I can think of is zebra for Barry. Is there okay, you can get a zebra. I don't, I'm not set on that. I'm just like, it just popped in my head. <laughs> um, a wolverine. That's very Michigan. A deer. Deer oh. is very Michigan. There's deers everywhere. Squirrel. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't think squirrels are that smart sometimes. Oh no. Oh no. There's a lot of Darwin Awards won yes. by squirrels. I know. Remember Stumpy? Yes, we had a squirrel. Well, we didn't have Stubby. it. Stubby. Or Stubbs. That's Stubbs. Called I it. called it Stubbs. Because its tail was missing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it tried to bury its babies. We're alive. We're alive. In a in our, in our backyard. With two big dogs. Because uh, across the street, it must have been where its home was. A tree was being cut down. So it panicked and buried them in our backyard, like, and covered it over, like, secretly. You know. But our dogs could smell that, I'm sure. Luckily, I found it first. Before you used lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then, I think she removed them. I kept the dogs away, and she had a chance to remove them. And who knows where she went? She's not very smart. Obviously, she's missing a tail. Yeah. It was just a stubby tail. It was really short. It was like a moose cat. We're going with local animals then. What other local animals? No, rabbits. You get a lot of rabbits. <laughs> rabbits and squirrels. But... Deer. No. Oh, when I lived in Detroit. I worked, I worked at a place where this guy... Oh, um, the main character is a skunk. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> and he had a bunch of rabbits. He's kind of crazy old guy. And then he catched pigeons and caught pigeons. And it was rumored that he <clears throat> ate them. The rabbits and the pigeons. So. Speaking of Detroit. Okay. We don't know who these characters are. And he also are, liked but... itch his butt a lot. <laughs> he would dig in his butt. And I... You saw him on the camera doing yeah. it? Yeah. A few times. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to make sure everybody else saw it. <laughs> like, oh, he's digging his ass again. Anyway. Okay, so we don't know who these characters are, but... There's going to be the character. Our main character, named Barry, is a skunk. Yes. With a trench coat. Okay. And 
crime boss will be a tiger, even though it's not native to Michigan. But we're gonna have other characters be pigeons, rabbits, squirrels, deer, possums. Oh, possums! Yeah. And my favorite, raccoons. Oh, raccoons! I forgot about raccoons. Maybe can the seductress like that's baby us, that's be next, a raccoon? My next question: You want her to be a raccoon? Mm-hmm. Did you say her name was Dee Dee? No, it's a seductress. It's a seductress to this Dee Dee. No, I didn't. Oh, well, I guess her name's Dee Dee. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. D I D I or D E E D E E. D I D I. Dee Dee, raccoon seductress. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, what happens? He's got to have a secretary. Oh, okay. Who's the secretary? I'm going to say it's got to be either a rabbit or a possum. What about a squirrel? I was thinking a squirrel would be more of his buddy that helps, like his... I was thinking, like, squirrels are very, like, you know, I'm... They put money in the bank, you know, like uh, they listen oh, to, yeah. to money. Uh, Mary Poppins, um, the kid's father. The squirrels do? No, I mean. I smoke weed and I don't even okay. know what you're talking about. Uh, Poppins, remember the song in Mary Poppins where the father's telling them to invest in the bank? Yeah. What about squirrels? That's what squirrels. They invest their, their acorns in the bank. Huh. So they're very, like, all about like being particular that would be a good secretary right like she keeps him on track sure you know what I mean yeah I can say that what's her name ooh Sally Sally need some uh Bad cops? Oh, yeah. Um, there's got to be one good cop. One good cop. There's one good cop. And a um, this is fiction. <laughs> and then a bunch of bad cops. Every other cop is bad. <laughs> Isn't that like a trope from the Mark? There's only one good cop of force. He's like Commissioner Gordon from Batman. Be yeah. One good cop who's not on the take. Okay. All right. We could do that. Uh, He's a badger. Badger, yes. Ooh. What about? Cats. Yeah. Cats and dogs. <laughs> it's good. See, that's gotta be the good cop has to be a golden retriever. We made him a badger. Let's be honest, not be too cliche. Mm-hmm. Normally, all the cops would be like German shepherds or something, or golden retrievers. Yeah. I try to play Airblood for Samwise. Mm-hmm. Who's the golden retriever? Our dog Samwise, and he didn't he has, watch he has, it. He, has, he did watch it. He didn't. 
Oh, he didn't. Yeah, he doesn't even look. Well, he does when, you know, he has his medicine. When there's cooking shows, which is the opposite direction of the TV, which is our kitchen. Yeah, oh yeah. He loves cooking shows. He likes to watch me cook. But. But he has yet to do a slam dunk to this day. I know, I've been waiting. He's too old now. <laughs> He, he was a good hunter in his day, though. I never saw a dog kill so many animals in my life. Me neither. He's caught rabbits, birds. He catches birds by swatting the branch they're on in the bush, and they fall down, and he just chops them up. Yeah. And then he spits them up because they taste awful. Yeah, he's like, oh, shit, this doesn't taste good. Yeah. Then he eats it again because, you know, why waste it? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's like when I made those pickles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Years ago, trying to make pickles, and I made them way too strong. They just didn't turn out very well. I think they could cure cancer. Like, it was just extremely. I had a hangover once, and I drank just a little bit of that juice, mm-hmm. and it was gone. I sweated <laughs> it all out. It was just too strong. But he, he wanted. He wanted that pickle so bad he didn't care how strong they were. He just spit it out and then chew on it. Spit it out and chew on it. So. Alright. He's addicted to food. <laughs> so. We got a few characters to start with. We can add some as need be. Okay. Um, so. I don't have the list in front of me what what's happens. Hook or in setting events. Well we have like the uh, the regular life whatever that's called. The what? I don't have it in front of me. Oh, do you want me to pull that up? Making noises. The normal world. Well, just first is the setting, established normal world. Okay. And then we go to the hook. I don't know what I'm doing. I think I got it. We'll okay. Put it here. So what's what's uh, Barry's Scott's normal world? This normal world is well. How's it gonna be a good? Hold on, I got a question. Mm-hmm. How is he going to be a good private investigator if he's a skunk? That's his secret weapon. Like when shit goes, it's the fan, he goes, Psh! and shoots the pot of the stink to get away. Okay. Well, yeah, they don't always stink. Uh-huh. And they it's, have to spray. Yeah, it's intentional. Yeah. Like uh, somebody I knew who thought <clears throat> it was their cat recently and went to pet their cat and it happened to be a skunk. They're very lucky. I know. It'd be hard to uh, get that wrong. I, I He's don't, never looked at his own cat. Tell you the truth. <laughs> I don't even know if this is a true story. That seems pretty extravagant. Maybe look from a distance of, you know, moving around in the bushes and you're like, hey, cat that I know. Is it you? And then, like, like you're going to, like, pet it. Like, are you here? And then, oh, shit, it's a skunk. Maybe it was like that. Like, you didn't actually see it. 
cut it. He, was he just... said that it came right up to him. <laughs> and he went to reach down to pet it, and then he realized it was a skunk, and he ran in the house. Which I don't, well, a detective, right. would, a detective would be a master of disguise. Yeah. You know, hence the trench coat. Yeah. Anything with the trench coat. True. And uh, Pepe Le Pew, need I say more? The rapist? Mm-hmm. Well, there's paint involved. No. That's, that's actually the cat tricking Pepe. Or unintentionally. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that skunks were so thorny. Are they? Well, that one, like that one is. That one is. I think. I think what they're trying to say there is that French people are horny and stinky. <laughs> it was, Looney Tunes were all racist. The <laughs> okay. Pew was a stinky French man. That was a rapist, molester. Yeah. So. What is what is Barry's normal world? His normal world. Well, is he divorced? Of course, he's divorced. <laughs> <laughs> well, he lives in a shitty uh, apartment in Gratchet, which is a street in Detroit. Gratchet. Gratchet. G R A T I O T. I think I spelled that right. Say that again. What? Gratchet. G R A T I O T. Oh. So that's French. Mm-hmm. And Gratio, probably. Yeah. You said Gratch, it makes me think of... That's what everybody calls it over there, okay? Oh, really? Gratiot? Gratchit. Gratchit. Okay. So it sounds like... Like Charles Detroit. Like, it sounds like... Detroit is not even supposed to be Detroit. Detroit. It's Detroit. But, uh... <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but it seems right. Because we're ignorant. But, um... Yeah, that's definitely a French name. But it sounded like a Charles Dickens name. <laughs> Old Cratchit. Old Cratchit. Okay. But he lives on a French street that everybody mispronounces. Yes. And Barry is probably French. Yep. How would you say Barry in, in French? Barry. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Barry was in Paris. No, that would be Barnard. Ernie. Barnard. Barnard? I don't know what Barry comes from. What it means. Bartholomew? It would be Bart. I know. Yeah. Maybe we'll never know. Mysteries of the universe. We do have Google. <laughs> Too lazy to Google. Or Siri. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so he lives on Gratchet Street, Gratio, and uh, it's a rundown neighborhood. He comes in. What is I don't he know drinking? If it was back then. It probably was really nice back then. Oh, yeah, actually, back then. I don't know. It's so long. It's a very long street, so it could be like I'm sure there was some. Maybe he lives down by the river, like in a in a abandoned. Tenement, like nearly abandoned tenement down by the river. Like, so there's ships coming in and docks. There's not much docks back then. I'm sure, where all you know, big cities have some kind of waterway attached. I don't know. It's a lot different than it was back then, so it's hard to say. Yeah. 
But I'm sure if he, because it goes through downtown, I'm sure there's some scary areas. Now there is tons of scary areas on Gratchet. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. We'll just go with it. He lives okay. in a scary area. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's Maybe else. not. Yeah. Who knows? What What makes it scary? There's cats and dogs living together. Yeah. <laughs> Fornicators. Mass hysteria. Prostitutes. Drug deals. Yeah, he's he's just walking home. He's walking home from his office at night with a bottle of what in his hand? Oh man, where would he drink? He just got kicked out of the bar, and so he went and he had his backup bottle of booze. Uh, It was just called booze back then. Nobody really knew it. It was like moonshine. Yeah, it's just booze. Yeah, right. He bought it from somebody in an alley. Some bathroom. Oh, yeah, tub. if it's 30s, then it would be uh, uh, prohibition. Yeah, 18th Amendment. Yeah. All right? I'm not sure which one it is. It's I don't... 18th. Okay. There's a bar in our yeah. town. Okay. It's a distillery purposely called that. Was it the one, was the 18th the one that made it legal again, or was the 18th one that made it illegal? I thought it was the one that made it illegal, illegal, illegal. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. It'd be easy to find out, but we're not going to do that. No, we're not going to do anything. <clears throat> we're going to talk about the skunk. Yeah, we're going to talk about skunks. All and right. what kind of booze they're drinking. He, he's drinking some nasty shit. Some moonshine. Some moonshine. Or, he couldn't get... Yeah, I guess it'd be moonshine or like wild Irish rose. Mm. That's nasty shit. Yes. And and there's like you hear like like fights across the street, breaking glass, mm-hmm. a car running into something, a fire hydrant, water shoots out, and he just ignores it and stumbles into his house, which he can't get the lock to work, so he kicks the door open. It's a wrong house. It's a wrong house, but he lays down on the couch. <laughs> this is based on a true story. Neither of us were involved. But... He wakes up to a family of uh, possums staring looming over him. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they would have called the police, but it takes forever to get there. Yeah, that's the true story, too. <laughs> Plus, do they really have telephones? They probably do, uh, yeah. but like very rare. Yeah, it's not super. You're common. poor if it's you not, don't. Not in every have house. It. No. You could like go down to uh, maybe there's a payphone somewhere. Mm-hmm. They send they send Jimmy the possum down to the payphone to call the police, but in the meantime they're like gonna rough up Barry. Yeah. Get out of here. And Dan the possum. Dan po- Dan Dan possum. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. And Barry's like, oh, what are you talking about? Get out of my house! You're trespassing, he pulls the gun out. Mm-hmm. And then he's. And Barry's like, what is this, a Back to the Future 2? Because that existed back then. <laughs> <laughs> he looks around the apartment and he realized, oh, this is mine. Like, oh, yeah, he sees photos of. 
his. Happy family and that can't possibly be his. No. <laughs> There's no liquor bottles. Yeah. Where's my pile of liquor bottles? Oh. Weird. This place is oddly clean. Yeah. Did I pay for a maid? I can't afford a maid. Oh. Maybe you're right. Okay, it's up. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting out of here. He stumbles out. Drunk. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he still doesn't know where he lives. He's actually on one street over. Yeah. So, then what happens? Um, his secretary lives, like, one street over. She sees him. She's a, uh, squirrel. Sally the squirrel. Oh, isn't that, um... That's uh, Sandy. Oh, it's Sandy the squirrel. Ours is Sally the squirrel. Yeah. And she's like, oh, Barry, what are you doing over here? You you live on Granted Street. This is Cratchit Street. I'm trying to think what the street over would be. It's been a bit. So she helps him back into his house. And uh, puts him in bed, tucks him in and everything. Gives him a glass of water. Holds his fur back when he's puking in the toilet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's totally platonic. Yeah. And she just tucks him in and gets back to her little squirrel babies and her husband. Yeah. And her loving husband, who doesn't have a job, but he's he paints ducks. <laughs> he paints ducks. <laughs> <laughs> he's a duck fetish. <laughs> Once in a while, he sells a painting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like this so far. <laughs> so then, it's like the next morning, and he stumbles into his office. Sally's already there, got the coffee waiting for him. Yeah. Gives him, like, his everything he needs. Gives aspirin. Him, has the aspirin waiting with a glass of water. Has a... Notepad of what's gonna appointments of uh-huh. today. Yeah. Yeah. And then what happened? Then what's the, what's the notepad say? It says uh, Rebecca Raccoon. Rebecca Raccoon. Nine thirty appointment. Nine thirty. Who was making these goddamn appointments? You know, I'm not awake until 11.30. Damn it, Sally. What's Sally say? You did. You made the phone call. I, I probably meant 9.30 at night. God damn it. All right, whatever. Uh, help he me pours, up, Sally. He pours some whiskey into his coffee. Yeah. A flask into his coffee. Downs it in one shot. Yeah. Oh, I scorched him. My roof of my mouth is melted. Dangly bits. Oh. Oh. And he accidentally squirted a little stink because he panicked when he got burnt. 
Sally is like, oh my god! And uh, all of a sudden, it's like five minutes later, 9.30, I'm dot, Rebecca Raccoon waltzes in. Hello. How can I help you? Puts his feet up on the desk. Leans back in his creaky little chair. Well, I was calling because I, I, I called I came because I have heard that you're the best private dick in this part of town. Can't argue with that, so what's your problem? Well, see, it's my fiance. Yeah. Not only do I think he has an inner monologue where it's suddenly about, oh, she had a fiance, she had, she had legs up to her neck, and then <laughs> blah blah blah. Raccoon? Yeah, raccoons are pretty joking. Whatever cliche things you know before he said, she had legs to her neck, and Biden just didn't quit, and then she's mentioned her fiance. I think he's not only being unfaithful, but I think. Ooh, I picked up. I think he's involved with the tigers. Tigers? Holy shit. What are you talking about, tigers? Like tigers, tigers? Detroit tigers. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, I've had some. Uh... And he's just some alley cat. I really wanted secret monologue aside to the audience. Like, yeah. <laughs> he actually looks at the camera <laughs> <laughs> with like a whisper, like his hand to the side. This the camera, he gets Shakespearean aside. He's like, I really wanted to say no because I didn't want to mess with the tigers. I've had runs with them before, and it all went to shit. But she had legs up to her neck, <laughs> and I just couldn't say no. She's <laughs> <laughs> so like, well, I can help you. What? What do you think happened? Give me some clues, darling. Well, I believe that he might be in some trouble with them because he's been running around with them. He's just a fragile little kitty cat. Got any names? Oh, there's Tony. Tony the Tiger? <laughs> Isn't he from Kalamazoo? Yes. He's originally from Kalamazoo. <laughs> and then we have... I've seen... Yeah, tiger <laughs> names. Actually, tigers. <laughs> this is a tiger gang. Leroy. Leroy. The lemur. Lemur. Alright, when did you last see him toast? Well, I saw him two days ago, and he was behind. Uh. <clears throat> behind our apartment complex, or maybe a complex, or apartment building. 
and he was talking to Tony and Leroy, and Leroy was about to get rough with him. He's just a little kitty cat. I can't think of a good name for him. He's a calico. I almost said Barney. How about Kit? Kit the cat. Kit? Okay. <clears throat> so that's the hook. Strange woman walks in. Mystery is solved. So he's going to go out on looking for him. What's he, the insight? He's going hmm? to investigate. Yeah, he's going to investigate. He's going What's going to be the inciting of the students? Mm -hmm. I guess that's it's kind of one of the same, isn't it? You know, when he decides to go for it. Yeah, it could be. Just to embark on the world of adventure. Stuff has happened. He goes out and starts investigating. My mom Sorry. <laughs> um, first plot turn would be. So, where are we? And I apologize for the sound quality, because we just found out that the fan that we were using, and which I was worried about, was really screwing up our sound. But we moved it, so now it seems better. But we yeah. we had more than half an hour going, so we're just going to apologize. Yeah, we're just going to apologize. <laughs> we're not going to start it over. I'm sorry if you hate us, and you stopped listening probably already. I don't know if you're really a weirdo like me. Which, I'm learning a lot. I'm trying to make our sound quality a little better. It's hard. Um, most professional podcasters soundproof their rooms. They do a lot of stuff that I don't. <laughs> and I probably should look into it, but I don't. Can't at this point. Not at this moment. So, where were we? we so We got the hook. He's going on the investigative plot. He is. And, um, 
in order to get to plot turn one, I think we have to figure out something about Kit the Cat, her fiancé, <laughs> and what's actually... It's like a hint at what's actually going on. Catnip sting. Catnip sting? Yeah. He's involved with catnip. Well, is he selling it, or is he... Uh... It's some bad catnip. Ooh, bad catnip. People are getting sick. Mm-hmm. He's selling it, and he's addicted to it. And that's one of the things that why Tony's mad at him, is that he's using his supply. Yeah. You can't use your supply. Yeah. Give the cat, he's, he's selling stuff, and he's, he's like some, you know, tramp who's like in and over his head, like in a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. And he's like, oh shit, what a blah, blah, blah. So, got that. Okay. Well, how does um, how does Barry find it? He tracks him down, follows him. He t- he follows him into a speakeasy. Right. And he's like listening to what the code is to get in. Right. He overhears. He by some other patrons, not because mm-hmm. he went through a different door. Right. So he goes into the speakeasy. And it's in the basement. It's just this actually really cool bar in Detroit, downtown Detroit, that is like a speakeasy. But it's not. But it's in the basement. It's really dark down there. It's really cool. Uh, fancy cocktails, etc. But <clears throat> you, there's no sign for the bar. Mm-hmm. I'm, and you pretty much go down this door, down stairs to the bar. There's like a metal slit which like yeah. a little bouncer asks for the password. Yeah. And he says Password? I don't know. Might it be password or password? code? Password is Lemon Jello. Lemon Jello? I guess. I don't know. We do better than that. Okay. Uh, it's a phrase. What well, some cool people said. It ain't easy being queasy. <laughs> okay. That'll work. It ain't easy being queasy. And so they let him in. And he enters the speakeasy, and what happens? There's, like, uh, a hound dog <clears throat> on the piano, and he's like... Like the Muppets? Yeah, and then there's, like, uh, this fox playing the saxophone, and... I'm I thought the fox would be the singer. Oh, uh, yeah, it could be a female. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's, uh... Maybe their husband might be, like, Tina Turner. And... Yeah. Oh, no, that's a horrible <laughs> example. Exactly. This is Detroit, baby. Domestic violence doesn't mean... It's film noir. Of course there's domestic violence. Oy vey. Even the protagonist does domestic violence. I tell ya. Alright. So... 
There's a jazz band playing, uh-huh. pretty much. There's no domestic violence scene. No, you don't see it right now. And <laughs> there's a bunch of people just like, ooh, ooh. In the game deal. Deal. Like, like, uh, I forgot his name. From It's a Wonderful Life, Jimmy. Stewart? Jimmy Stewart in uh, It's a Wonderful Life doing some weird 20s dances that are out of style. By are then, they? By then, by the 30s and 40s. Are they? They're doing like the cricket. Grasshopper, whatever it's called. You're a cricket. <laughs> Sorry. But. It's the squirrel nut zippers. Oh, good. <laughs> the squirrel. Is there a dance called a squirrel? I don't know. No, I said they're squirrels. Oh. You said they're doing the squirrel. They should be. What would the squirrel look like? can't show you. <laughs> no. For those of us on our video feed, you can <laughs> pay $5 a month to see our video feed. You don't even have any video. Shh. Don't tell them that. <laughs> we will. We talk, we if talk. we pay us $5 a month, we might. We talk about it. <clears throat> but <clears throat> then that means I have to wear a bra. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not. Anyway, <laughs> you have some 20s dances. You do. Yeah, and they're, they're dancing, there's jiving and jumping and, and humping and. <laughs> hey, what's that follow up song? Uh, oh, smacking man. Smacking and smacking and cracking. I always say the wrong ones. Smacking and smacking and. I don't know. I always <laughs> say the wrong words. Chopping that meat. What's your Pete? So. Then he sees uh, Kit, the calico. Yeah. He sees him. Is he at the roulette table? Yeah. He's going to gamble a little. Trying to make his money back. He's like, this is my only chance to pay back my debtors. He loses. This lion comes out Mm -hmm. and grabs him by his shirt. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he can't really hear it. The detective, mm-hmm. you can't really hear the it. The jazz band is still yeah. rocking, so But you jumping. can see him, like, pleading, and his eyes are wide. Mm-hmm. He's scared. Well, everybody's having a great time. He's, yeah. like, fearing for his life. Yeah. If cats could sweat, <clears throat> he would see his sweat. Mm-hmm. So, he's like, well, how do I get in this back room where the boss is? Where yeah. Tony the boss is? And he gets pulled in, Kit gets pulled into that room, mm-hmm. this back door. And he sees in there, and there's, like, a bunch of, like, foxes and, um, what are attractive animals? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't find many animals attractive, so I don't know. You know, Bugs Bunny when he dressed like a woman. <laughs> That's <about> the cliche. <laughs> yeah. And bunnies and... Whatever, are like hanging around Tony the tiger, which he's never actually seen him in person before. Mm-hmm. So he's like super, like yeah. Barry just sees a glimpse of him before the door closes. Yeah, and he sees him he's with got a, a big cigar in his mouth. Yeah, and he 
he's got a suit on with a hat. And yeah, he's like, well, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> but he says it sarcastically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tony the Tiger from Kalamazoo. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Which we're closer to Kalamazoo than Detroit. Mm-hmm. Isn't that where Kellogg's? Yeah. Is it Kalamazoo? Right? Battle Creek. Battle Creek. Mm-hmm. Which is near Kalamazoo. Yeah. His old weird cult thing that he mm-hmm. did. Pleasant Bill. Yeah. Or not, ple- not Pleasant Bill. Um, no. Road. What was it called? Road to Wellness? Is that what it's called? Something like that. Yeah. I haven't seen it in years. Yeah, I forgot what it was called even. Yeah. Ferris Bueller is in it. That's all I remember. Oh, yeah. Anyways. So, like, how is he going to get in here and find some information? Is he going to, like, cause a scene? Well, you know what he does? What? Is that he sees a waiter going to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And he... It's a dark hallway into the kitchen. And nobody was around. And so he beat up that waiter and then dragged him into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And put him on a toilet. Mm-hmm. And stole his clothes. Right. And then he put his clothes on. And then he went to the bar and got a bunch of drinks. Like, uh-huh. oh, this was an order for Tony. And then they gave him a bunch of drinks. Okay, good idea. But also, he lets a stink bomb off in the bathroom. Yeah, that knocked him out. Yeah. And so he... So, like, it's even coming out of the door. So, like, people near the bathroom are, They won't like, go in there. They're like, like oh, man, like, somebody took a bad shit in there. <laughs> yeah. There's, like, you got like a visible, like, bubble of people going away yeah. from where the bathrooms are. Yeah. And it's just growing. Mm-hmm. So, then he goes back there with drinks for Tony. He, Which is like, he did this intentionally as like a time bomb. Eventually it would come out and stop even the jazz band from playing. Like, as a way for like cause a disruption so we can escape if some shit goes down and he's talking to Tony. But wouldn't Tony recognize that the band stopped? Exactly. It would cause a disruption. But he and, doesn't and, want Tony and, to know. He just wants to get information. He's just spying. He's right. not going to do anything. But this is like... In case something goes wrong or he gets caught. Yeah, but then Tony would be like, why isn't the jazz band playing? And then, mm-hmm. you know, and he wouldn't hear anything that he needs to hear. Okay, but he's got a time limit. It's like a time bomb. Whatever. A stink bomb. Time bomb. You're not getting what I'm saying. I know what you're saying, but he's just got a time limit. Yeah, sure. Because it's dangerous to go in there if he gets caught and he doesn't know for sure. It's to hear what he can hear within a certain time limit. And, and he knows his body. <laughs> how long it will take he's done this many times before so okay. he so he goes in there okay as a waiter with drinks for Tony and Tony's like why is the band stop playing they didn't stop yet okay it's a time bomb I said it hasn't happened yet okay <laughs> and he serves them their drinks he's mm-hmm. doing it kind of slow and Tony's looking at Kit and he's like where's my money Mm-hmm. I got your money, Tony. It's just not on me right now. Look at me. Look at me. I'm not no alley cat. Do you think I fall for that? You don't think I've heard that one before? What was that? I don't know what to tell you, Tony. It's like he's floundering, and what what was his be his um, go to excuse after this point? I can get it. 
he's just gotta do something else underhanded and he's gotta like maybe rob- rebecca's family her. is really rich yeah and he's gonna rob her family or yeah. something say no rebecca's family rebecca's family the raccoons mm-hmm. they got a lot of shiny stuff yeah <laughs> they display all their shiny baubles you got a laser pointer. Mm-hmm. I'm kidding. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I don't have anything to say. You go, and then... <laughs> so, you got one more chance, Kit. One more. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. you're going to be dog meat. Yeah, 24 hours. You're going to be dog food, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 24 hours. To get the money. We're going to feed you to the hounds. Mm-hmm. Well, something should be revealed about a larger plot in the background for something that's going on. What do you think? Yeah. What is Tony the Tiger up to? That He that... wants to, because the lions came, mm-hmm. they're, and they're becoming bigger. They're gang are, mm-hmm. the lions are, and he wants to be king of the jungle. Yeah. The concrete jungle. Yeah. Yeah. Narrative. <laughs> so narrative. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like Cue the Guns and Roses lyrics. <clears throat> the thing is is he <laughs> In the jungle. Oh Axel. Um knees, knees. You know what's really weird about that music video? What? I like the part where he's like watching all these bad news, like think terrible things happening on the news, uh-huh. and everybody's partying in the uh, hotel room. Like Slash has got like two girls, and uh-huh. and he's at the edge of the bed just watching never, the TV. Never seen his face. Yeah, and he's just watching the TV, watching the bad news. Yeah. The Fnords. Yeah, he's watching the Fnords. Fnords. He, I, I was actually really hoping to get that subject, by the way, today. What subject? Conspiracies and the mm-hmm. dumb ideas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, can't wait for that one. Right. I can't. Well, we got already got a mystery in the film noir. We can add a little conspiracy if we want. Well, that's a different kind of conspiracy. See, like, it's Chinatown Jack. There's a whole conspiracy about water and is it Los Angeles or yeah. San Francisco? Wherever they were. I think it was San Francisco. I don't remember. Okay. So Tony is very, like, intimidated by the new gang, the Detroit right. Lions. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they got, like, different turfs. And they have different styles that do not connect to each other whatsoever. He is very, very threatened by mm-hmm. uh, lion, uh, lion people. I, I got to think of a good uh, Leon. Uh, who's yeah. the main lion? Of what? <laughs> Just seeing a gender for the story. Oh, oh, make up a name for the head yeah, lion guy. Yeah, yeah. Um. Leonidas. Leonidas. Leonidas and... I was going to say Leon, but... Same thing, really. But Leonidas is even more 
intimidating, right? And he's like, I am the king of this jungle. And so his whole plan is he wants to get everybody addicted to his catnip. Mm -hmm. And so people will come to him in the speakeasy, and then he can start taxing different neighborhoods for protection. Right. Which he already started, but he wants to... He wants more. Yeah. Because the lions are doing that, too. Mm -hmm. And so he's like... Catnip war. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what the red wings are. Oh. What the fuck does red wings even mean? I don't know. (laughs) There's a tire and a wing on it. I don't don't get it. If somebody can give me that information, that would be great. Because I'm not going to Google it. I'm sure somebody knows that. But <laughs> Yeah, send us a message on our Twitter <laughs> or Instagram. Do we have a Twitter? I've never checked Yes, it. we do. Okay. <laughs> I checked the Instagram, though. Mm-hmm. Or even our Facebook page. I never check Facebook in general, but yeah. once in a while. So... <laughs> so he was like hey he knew the raccoon family were like one of the wealthiest they're like the Fords of fucking you know of you know they're related they make cars so they so, have a lot of money mm-hmm. they make vehicles the raccoon family and he was like hey if that's your fiance yeah get some steel uh, few things for us you know and get your money back rob them so basically it's like a crack war or no it's like a cocaine war but tony's got the crack he's got the bad product yes that kit is selling yeah and it's cheaper and it's not as good and it hurts you more and it's more addictive more addictive but it can hurt you more yeah it can make you go crazy yeah tony is like It's not great. (laughs) 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 I don't know how to. to That's not great, (laughs) Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's great. (laughs) That's when he's got quotation marks around it. (laughs) That's his selling. You guys tried Tony's catnip. It's great. <laughs> so, Barry picks up on some of that back talk uh, surrounding in the background. Mm-hmm. He was talking to somebody else about the tainted catnip. Mm-hmm. Or the not so uh, pristine, or whatever you call it, catnip that he's selling. To it's cut weird. Yeah. So he makes more money. It's laced He's with some things. He's trying to outdo the lions yep. with their regular catnip. Yeah. They have just very they have They have more muscle, but their product is better. But it's not as easily spread, and it's more expensive. Yeah. Tony's got it cheap for everybody. Yeah. It fucks everybody up. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so that's the plot turn one. Yes. Where Mary figures all this out. What's going on? And he, he sneaks back out before the stench 
like erupts over the whole place and the jazz band he has to even stop. See, I'm imagining him like handing drinks really slow, mm-hmm. trying not to look obvious that he's listening. And like he's wiping things down randomly. Mm-hmm. Because Tony would be like, why is this guy here so long? Hearing all this. So Barry figures this out. What's really going on pretty quick. And he's like, okay, I got the info. Mm-hmm. I'm going to at least tell um, Rebecca Raccoon about it. To warn her family that Kit the Cat is going to steal some shit from them. Yeah. Right? But, so he's entered the realm of venture. He's like, okay, I got what I need. And I'm going to settle this really quick. And she's, I'm going to get paid. And, and maybe get laid by this woman with legs up to here. Raccoons have very her, short her legs. Gams, her gams. Oh my god, her gams. They have very small feet. <laughs> what are you... This is the film noir. It doesn't matter. Humans do not have legs up to their necks either. <laughs> I'd be worried about this. Because I love raccoons. <laughs> and I am body positive towards raccoons. Well, he's maybe he's attracted to her tail. It's very big and puffy like his. Yeah. But they go... Uh, horizontally and his go vertically lines. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Okay. I'm better with that. <laughs> okay. I don't want to fat shame raccoons. <laughs> I, I you, want... you were the one that was. I was like, she's got legs up to her neck. <laughs> that's not a real raccoon. Neither is it a real human. <laughs> it's just a turn of phrase. Okay. <laughs> I'm high. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, he thinks, okay, I got what I need. Everybody got distracted and I made my escape. Who knows? Kit the cat left. He's doing whatever. But I'm going to get back to um, Rebecca Raccoon and tell her what's up. But it's pinch one. Pinch point one. Pinch point one is something goes wrong that forces the character to step up and solve the problem. Yep. Something goes wrong. Well, there's two things that could happen. Mm-hmm. By the time he gets to Rebecca. His own problems catch up to him. Like, like he's been drinking. And he gets, like, in a car accident. And it's, like, the one good cop that finds him. And he's, like... Or maybe not. It's you know, just a regular bad cop on the take. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to give him shit for getting into a car accident and running into a telephone pole. Right? And, uh, but the one good cop knows that he's basically good even though he's a drunk and tries to help him out. Wouldn't that be a like good that. cop? Yeah. Because a bad cop would, like, extort him. Like, right. hey, yeah, but, you... okay, let's just do the bad cop for now. Pinch one is. He. He runs into some trash cans and a telephone pole, and a bad cop pulls him over. Well, it's the 40s, so it's probably different. Yeah. He is going to beat the shit out of him if he doesn't pay him. Mm-hmm. Like, give me money. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, I'm going to beat your ass and then put you in jail. Yeah. But he doesn't have money on him. He's... It's all went to booze. Yeah. He's waiting for the money from Rebecca Raccoon, but he hasn't told her yet, so he can't get paid yet. No. And so he take he's taken to jail. He gets his shit beat out of him and taken to jail, so he couldn't get to Rebecca in time. Right. Accident. Bad cop. 
beat up. Go to jail. Do not collect two hundred dollars. He not pass go. So he's in jail. Yep, his old foreman when he was on the police force, mm-hmm. who hated him. Yeah. They were both, uh, actually, no, it was a co-worker, and they both were trying to get this spot, right? Like, Detectives. lieutenant, detective, you yeah. know? And he sees him, but um, that the reason why he quit being a cop was because he didn't get the spot. You know, the lieutenant or whatever, the head detective, I don't know what the fuck. Like, they were both on, like, what's, like, narcotics uh, mm-hmm. detective, but they wanted homicide. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, he was there. Mm-hmm. And he's the whole reason why he does not want to be a cop anymore. Mm-hmm. And plus all the bad shit that was going on in the police force. Yeah. And so... He was like, hey, buddy, like hitting the 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 rails of the cage. Yeah. Like metal, like, oh, look at you. Look where you ended up. Look at me. I'm great. Mm-hmm. I got married to Susan, <clears throat> the squirrel that mm-hmm. you used to be in love with. Meets old um, nemesis. Mm-hmm. He said, like, come on, man, just let me out. You know, I'm I'm all good. You know, I just had a little too much tonight. Yeah, a little too much, and then he punches him in the gut. And he's like, falls down into the jail cell, smacks his face on the floor, his nose bloody. I was going to go that dramatic, but okay. And then, well, he's got one phone call, but it's like monitored. Who does he call? Well, you, he's no. He's going to call Rebecca. You can't call Rebecca. Why? How do, he doesn't have her number. She gave her his number. How, how are they going to contact each other? Well, you can ask for the operator, I guess. Mm-hmm. So he calls Rebecca. So, also, this is part of the pinch point. He's shamed because he has to have his client, who he's attracted to, bail him out of prison. Yeah. Jail. Yeah. Jail. Does she answer? Yeah. He got her in time? Yeah. But it's a whole big shame thing. So he's like, you know, he's just at the bottom of the barrel here, kind of. Or it feels like he is. Okay. Or. Mm-hmm. I was thinking with Kit Calico. Mm-hmm. That because they were supposed to get married. Mm-hmm. That once they get married, she'll be on his he would inherit all this money. Uh-huh. And he's going to split it with Tony. Oh, okay. In an accident. He's going to get married in 24 hours? No, he's not. Maybe. Maybe he like, tries to sweep her off the feet or something. So he calls her. Like, it's shameful that he's calling her. He's, he wants to take her. To get out. But yeah. she's already... But Kit the cat has already grabbed her and is like, I'm going to whisk you away in the... Do all this, even though we're he gonna lope. Yeah, we're gonna lope. So he doesn't even get his phone call to bail him out. Mm-mm. So he's kind of fucked right now. We're getting involved, and the next point is the midpoint. This is the point the character moves from reaction to action. 
And at the point, they decide to move knowingly towards the end goal. Not necessarily in the middle of the story. But they also have to, he has to learn something about, at least some hint of what's really going on. Which he sort of did earlier in plot turn one. But now... I got an idea. Yeah. What if Tony comes in? The tiger to the police department. And he's talking to everyone, giving them their snacks. Mm -hmm. Giving them frosted flakes. Okay, yeah. And he's like, how do I know you? Mm -hmm. You know? But the main reason, maybe... Ooh. Maybe. Oh, man. I don't know. Maybe he's talking to another cellmate uh-huh. nearby. Get him out. Because he got in trouble that night. Mm-hmm. With the lions. Yeah. Or, maybe it's a lion in the jail cell next to him. And he's like, tell me what <clears throat> you know. And Tony, for some reason, doesn't realize that there's other inmates in there. And he overhears the conversation. And then Tony recognizes... No, I don't know. Keep going. Tony recognizes him. And he's like, how do I know you? He's like, well, I work at your bar. Mm -hmm. He's like, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, and then what, though? I don't know. How does he... I, I got to a brick wall now. Right. What kind of information does he need while he's in jail? He needs to get out somehow. Yeah, but he also has to gain information at the midpoint. Maybe he could just overhear the line Mm -hmm. thing. Like, this is where he learns that all the cops are on the take from Tony the Tiger? Yeah. So he learns that he can't trust any of the cops at all. So that's important information. And that's not and just and they're all in this story. Yeah, but he also learns somehow that there's one good cop, like they're bitching about the one guy that won't won't take the catnip. Um. Yeah, that could be. There's both things. Mm-hmm. Tony the tiger. So Tony the tiger actually comes in and uh, pays him off. Yeah. But he's got to get out of jail. Yes. Before the next pinch point. The one good cop comes in. Like, it's he's there for hours. Like, it's in the morning by now. Yeah. It's like 6 a.m. And the one good cop comes in. And he's like, hey, he recognizes him. Because mm-hmm. he used to be on the force. They never really talked, but he always thought he was a great mm-hmm. detective and he should have got a homicide instead of the other guy. Mm-hmm. And he's one of those. But he's always turned over because he never took took money. Yeah. Well, he's a dog, so he always, like, you know, puts his tails between Mm -hmm. his legs and just takes it. You know what I mean? I thought he was a badger. Oh, is he? The one good cat. Oh, I forgot that you wanted to... I keep thinking of Samwise as a cop. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, I was like, if he's the one good cop, he wouldn't put his tail between his legs. Yeah. That's what all the bad cops do. Oh, I see. Our dog does do bad things. Yeah, he's a bad one. So. You learn from your dog. Oh. Your Ollie is wonderful. Okay. <laughs> he, well, rest in peace, Ollie. 
eat. Our dog never got into the garbage, never pooped on the floor until he met Ollie. Ollie has anxiety, or he did. And it wasn't nice when you call him Alistair Crowley. <laughs> <laughs> the wickedest dog in the world. Yeah. I I am very I I do think that it's hilarious. The story is about him playing with the Ouija board, and he remember that, and he would get fucked by some guy oh, while yeah. he's. Playing like okay, you're you're talking about Alistair Crowley now. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, like using the Ouija board, but he's getting fucked in the ass at the time. Like, yeah. how do you have that concentration in general? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he would get mad at the other guy for not timing his orgasm correctly. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. That's a whole other podcast. It is. That's several podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you baby. Anyway. <laughs> I just had to put that out. All right. So I'm totally lost now. Okay. There's one good cop. Yeah. Who's a badger, not a golden retriever. a badger. Yeah. Like, hey. And he gets him out. He just lets him out because he knows he's a good guy and he knows everybody's on the take. And, he, and he, well, after a conversation, he learns. When Barry's up to, he's like, yeah, you're just basically in the drunk tank. We'll hold you for questioning later about the accident and the drunk driving. Did they even have drunk driving back then? No. It was just like getting into an accident. No. It was just like, yeah, it's basically a little fine. You just come back to court in two weeks. Well, the cop was mad mostly because he didn't get his money. Yeah. He didn't get his bribe. Yeah. Because he would just let him go. Yeah. <clears throat> but Barry didn't even have any money on him. No. So he offered him his moonshine, but he he wanted a catnap and he didn't have any. No catnap. So the badger, the one good cop. What's the good cop's name? I don't know. I thought you put something down. I just put down badger. Um, what's... Gordon. Gordon. Commissioner Gordon. Let's him out. I mean, you still gotta pay your ticket, of course. Because he's yeah, stickler yeah. by the rules, but... This is no big deal. You shouldn't have kept you overnight. All you were doing was drunk driving and ramming into telephone poles on residential streets. Yeah. They're going to be a child, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're a good guy. You're a good one. I always liked you. I always thought you should have got homicide. Mm-hmm. Why did you quit the force? It's not the my, same. Oh, damn it, I forgot his name. Detective Joe Kenda. Joe Kenda. Oh. I missed the ID channel. <laughs> anyway, so he lets him out. He's learned information about cops on the take. And that there's one good cop. Oh, he probably has to learn some weakness that the one good cop has learned about Tony the Tiger. It's Tony the Tiger's weakness. Women? Oh, probably women. I don't know why the Detroit Tigers weakness. <laughs> Cubs? Kidding. Um, I'm joking. That was a joke. I know the Cubs. I know the Tigers are better than the Cubs. Quit shaking your head at I me. don't even know what's going on. So. I don't know. It was a baseball reference. Okay. Um, so. Tigers, 
Tony's thing would be women. He's seeing uh, the, uh, he's got a mistress, which is the lion's girlfriend. You secretly you seeing? Yeah, Tony the Tiger is, is seeing the the head Leonidas's girlfriend. That's an important point to yeah. learn later. GF. GF. <laughs> okay. So he's freed. He gets out in the morning at six AM. Very freed. And then so we're we're deep into act two now. And at pinch two, things go horribly wrong, right? Something goes very wrong. Much more than pinch one. These are the jaws of defeat from which victory must be grasped. Mentors die or vanish. Alleys prove unreliable. Plans fail. But I think the word is allies. That's something like my horoscope. <laughs> <laughs> So he's freed. Maybe not immediately, but the one good cop gets killed. The one. You think that should happen? Yeah, that could That's part of it. Part of least. it. But how does that affect them? I'm not saying. I mean, I'm just saying that's part of it. I'm not... I mean, does blue lives really matter in this? There's only one good cop. Does Gordon it ever get... really matter? Gordon gets ganked, and it's a setup. But how does that affect? Our buddy here. Because he was going to help him figure everything out. Was he? Yes. What was he going to do? What was he going to do? He was going to help him collect evidence and... This is what I was going to say. Rebecca goes on this thing, right? Thing. Uh, Get away to elope, right? Okay. And he does kill her. I didn't know he was planning to kill her. Yeah. To get that money. He didn't get to kill her. Yeah, he did. Because how would he get... Oh, they got married, you're saying. Yeah. Okay. They got married. Gets married. Yeah. Or she just gets married. Yeah, she gets married. He's got access to the money. Yes. So he can spend it however he likes. Yes. He doesn't have to kill her yet. No. Maybe that might happen later. But, okay, they get married. Mm -hmm. That breaks that guy's heart because for some reason he's in love already. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. He just... Like you do in the 40s. (laughs) Really? And film wars, yeah. That's why there was so much domestic violence is because (laughs) people (laughs) were so unhappy because they're like, I fell in love with you. I just met you yesterday. Let's get married. And then they get married and they're like, I fucking hate you. Exactly. (laughs) But anyway, domestic violence is awful. She's officially married. Kit has access to money. Yes. That could be a problem. Yeah. He finds that out from his secretary the next day. Yeah. She calls off the uh, the case. Yeah. She calls off the case, like gets a message right before she got married, and then they got married. And so, pinch two, we just did. Now, it's a plot turn. 
the character receives the last piece needed to create the resolution. The power is in you. It's a classic plot turn two. Grasping victory from the jaws of defeat. Okay, so he spent like a few days doing his drunken, more depressed thing because he thinks he's in love with this mm-hmm. raccoon. Mm-hmm. And he knows that he, she, he's just stealing money. He just needs her money to pay off his debts. So he's more focusing... Even though he's supposed to turn off the case, you know, like she said, mm-hmm. drop it. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm still looking into Tony. Uh-huh. And he's watching. And Tony has his plan. And he's like, I know this is a bad idea. I know I have no reason to be doing this. Why am I doing this? This is stupid. Yeah. But I can't help myself. I'm not doing the right thing. Yeah. And he's noticing people, like, in the streets every day, like. Just being crazy mm-hmm. off of this catnip and going nuts. Mm-hmm. A lot more murder in town. Everything is unsafe. People are hiding in their houses. They're scared to walk the streets. And he knows that the cops are involved, too. Well, most of them. Things are about to get weird. We're approaching the climax. We don't know exactly what's going on yet. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Sorry. It's a climax. Yeah. We're reaching the climax. So. That's what you say in bed, too. We're yeah. reaching the climax. <laughs> Things are about to get weird. about to get weird. T minus 10, 9, 8. <laughs> Stay on target. Stay on target. <laughs> That does go on your brain, doesn't it, Molly? When you're having sex, isn't it? <laughs> of course. I thought so. <laughs> Stay on target. Stay on target. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, he's all depressed. They hear they've eloped. It's in the papers and everything. But they're going to have a big ball when they get back. Right. I thought her parents would be upset by it. Yes, but they can't do anything now. Yeah. So. Some alley cat. Yeah. Yeah, respectable, respectable. So. Raccoon. Barry the skunk is like, it's tearing my heart out, but I still got to go to the reception ball. Yeah, okay. He's, you know, he's always hurt and depressed all the time. Yeah. But he's going to do it anyway. Well, when he was married to uh, Cindy. Mm Mm-hmm. And she left with their child. Yeah. Because he didn't get that promotion. Right. He was a disgrace. Flashback. Once he got, yeah, flashback. He got, he got fired, mm-hmm. basically. Because he didn't get You're the not a man. And then he started drinking all You're the time. not a man anymore. He started drinking because of the promotion. Yeah. And the drinking caused the. Yeah. You're not a man anymore. I'm taking our son and we're going to Grand Rapids. So Barry is like, I'm I'm going there anyway, even though it kills me. And then but also he's thinking like he still should tell about Kit the Cat. It's like he's got the money. He's gonna pay off this cat. It's raining right now. This cat is predators. Oh yeah, because it always rains. It always does. 
It's their big ball after their wedding. Mm-hmm. It's raining. He's just wandering the streets, and he sees... Yeah, he's just randomly wandering the streets. He didn't get invited or anything. Like, downtown, like, this is a big, uh, you know, where they'd have parties oh. that they rented out, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he sees them get out of, like, this limo, and they're heading up, and she sees him. He's like, oh, Barry! Oh, so happy to see you! Why don't you come to our party? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, shit. Okay. And then, I mean, she just kind of says that in passing, and then they go up and... But he ends up going into the party anyway. They wouldn't have limos back then. They didn't have limos. I don't know. <laughs> they just had cars. Did they? Yeah, limos are like didn't really happen until like the seventies and sixties. Okay, if you're up on limousine culture. That's what I do. <laughs> what do you think I do all day? I say so. <laughs> what do you think I do all day? I study well, limousines. Whatever they were doing. <laughs> Wherever you show up to a big party at. Yeah. Right then. And so they're at, like, a fancy black tie. What? He's, would he be in black tie? Fair. He's not, but they just didn't let him in anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Tony the Tiger is at a table up in the balcony. You can see her family's looking kind of upset, but frowning. It's like the graduate. Mm-hmm. You know, horrible faces. Mm-hmm. Then what happens? <laughs> uh, there, the bride is dancing with people, like you know, with different people in the crowd. You know, you different dances, right? I guess. That happens at some weddings, I've heard. That's, like, a weird dollar dance, which is weird. Whatever it is, but he gets his dance with uh, this lady who just got married. Yeah. And he's like, you know, kid is just marrying you for your money. He's got a big debt from Tony the Tiger. He's been selling catnip on the street. I didn't mean to tell you, but you guys left town. Oh, wow. Hmm. I'll ask him about that. Mm-hmm. Tony the Tiger is giving him like the, the, the two fingers to the eyes and the two fingers outwards to look at him like I'm watching you. To? To Barry. To Barry? Mm-hmm. Tony is? Mm-hmm. Why is Tony? Tony learned who he was. Yeah. At the police station. Yeah. And, uh, so Barry is, like, sitting at a table, drinking gin and tonic, and, uh, well, he's expecting, like, he's see- lime. and he sees, uh, Rebecca Raccoon conversing with Kit mm-hmm. up on the, you know, the dais, wherever they're at, on the big table, and he's like, oh, shit, he's like, yeah, it's finally happening. She's calling him out for marrying him. But then something unexpected happens. But I have a question. If if Rebecca was in on it, why would she go to him? You know what I mean? Why That's, would she go to 
Um, Barry. Barry. Oh. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's probably a really good sneaky answer for this. <laughs> you just gotta figure it out. It just might take us another half an hour. Oh no! <laughs> Either she didn't know at the time, but that was cool with it when she found out. Maybe. Or she's addicted. Mm-hmm. But then why would she still go to someone? She just wanted to find Kit. She didn't know where he was. Okay. But she didn't know he was going to find out all about everything. She didn't know Barry was going to find everything. She just wanted to find where he was. And she didn't go to the police. But then why would she say anything about Tony? Who what? Yeah, she said something about Tony the tiger. She wouldn't go to somebody. She thought he was probably dead or like Tony killed him. But once she found out that they could pay it off, she was okay with it. Because of her addiction. She thought he was already dead. But she could pay it off. Yeah, but she didn't know that was a possibility. She thought he might already be dead. Now that everything's okay, she's cool with it. I don't do too she had a change. She had a change of heart. She had, they had a tumultuous relationship, those two. One time, she wanted him caught and gone to prison. The next, he showed up with some catnip, and she's like, oh, cat. Let's get married. Mm-hmm. He came back with a whole bunch of promises. She's, she's just kind of a sloppy catnip person. Just wild. Does things on impulse. And then she regrets it later. And like, oh shit, you know. What she was actually telling Kit was, this guy actually knows what's going on. We gotta do something about it. I just wanted to find you. Make sure you're okay. But now, that I know you're okay, he's still suspicious and figured out way too much, way more than we wanted him to. Well, that's his so job. We, so we, exactly. So she's dumb. Yes, she's very dumb and just super back and forth, tumultuous relationship kind of thing. Okay. All right. I'll. I'll... She's a femme fatale. Okay. You're not going to break into Nico and Velvet Underground right now? No, I, I thought about it, but I was like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> femme fatale. That thing's she has to please. She's such just a little tease. <laughs> oh, Rebecca Raccoon. <laughs> Brother Rocky. Oh, we don't, you, that's a different movie. That's a sequel, Rocky Raccoon. Mm-hmm. So she whispers to Kit, Barry thinks it's, oh shit, stuff's going down. He doesn't really know that she's in on it now. Yeah. But what she's really saying is, Stuff this guy out so we don't have any more problems. He's the only good PI in town. So, like, what bouncers start showing up, like, like word word comes and he sent Kit sends word to somebody who sends word to Tony the Tiger, and Tony the Tiger just makes a motion with his hand with his claw, and then a bunch of like bouncers start swarming around uh, Barry. Oh no. Mm hmm. Then what happens? <laughs> yeah. It's the climax. Like, we're in the climax now. You're in... <laughs> That's what you say. <laughs> I'll tell you, like, we're in the climax now. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
It's anybody's game, unless you know who the protagonist is. <laughs> How's Barry gonna pull this one out of his ass? <laughs> He's writing you into a corner, baby. <laughs> now you gotta figure it out. <laughs> oh no. Alright. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. That means it's good when we're like, holy shit, what's he gonna do? Is it good? Uh, yeah. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I I don't know. There's multitudes of nothingness I have. Like, he could. Mm-hmm. He could run. He could fart. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Secret weapon. <laughs> He farts the fuck out of this whole party. <laughs> Boom, stink bomb over the whole damn place. That's what you do to get out of parties. Exactly. You fart your way out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't count the times how many times I've done that. <laughs> okay. So everybody's like, oh, <laughs> I was vomiting. He escapes, but then what? How do we take people down? That's... I came up with that part. So I guess the one good cop is still alive? We didn't kill him earlier? Yeah. He's gotta have evidence to take to a higher court or something, right? You can't use conspiracies. Right? What if, during a stink bomb, Mm -hmm. his major flatulence... Is it really flatulence when it's... No, it's an intentional thing. Yeah. Well, you know, some people intentionally <clears throat> fart. Shart. <laughs> okay, okay. This is where my mind is going. I don't have it all fleshed out yet. Mm-hmm. But, like, he escapes, but somehow in the pursuit, like, there's a whole, like, dramatic action scene in the climax where he's taking out bad guys. But Kit and Rebecca Raccoon have another fight about this. He's mad that that she left a loose a loose uh, end. End, yeah. You know, loose thread. And that she's causing this whole thing and could bring them all down because he was recording this whole time or he had some proof from her correctly what was going on or he figured it out. He has some, some kind of evidence Barry does. And he's like, he, Kit would have been okay if we were just like killed this guy in the back alley right now, but he got away because of his fart powers. <laughs> but so they start arguing and they're arguing into the night and they're drinking and drinking and arguing. And Kit ends up killing Rebecca Raccoon. By accident? Yeah. Sort of. Dismit too far. Uh-huh. They're on a boat and he pushes her off the edge. I was thinking that they were fighting and he like he was so mad at her, and he was dunking her face like in a tub. Okay. And then he accidentally drowned her, but yours is a lot nicer. <laughs> There's like a boat on the river <coughs> that they go to afterwards. They're going to go to... the party is ruined. Yeah. And he kills her? But, or he's in the process of killing her, but Barry has escaped the party. He's killed a couple of goons along the way, because this is the climax. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
but he knows the boat is there too. He knows that. Uh-huh. But he's got the evidence, so he won't want to ruin it. Like, what does he do with the evidence? What is the evidence? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Did they have recording equipment back then? Not really. Not very. I mean, they would they could make phonographs, I guess, but they probably won't have access to that. No. Maybe... Those was her parents. I don't know. Her parents actually have power because they're rich. Mm-hmm. And they can make shit happen if they learn about it. Well, he's got to tell her parents. But they have bodyguards. No, I'm saying Barry can get to the parents and tell them what's really going on. Mm-hmm. And they can fix things. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So actually, since the police force can't really help them, Besides the London cop. Oh, but see, he doesn't know. Barry doesn't know that Rebecca's in it. Even after all that happened. Uh-huh. Right. So he's so still... So during, he's still, he's during still, the fart... Yeah. <laughs> during, during the fart, he, maybe he picks up Rebecca. Yeah. And takes her... She's knocked out. Right. Of course. <laughs> takes her she's with puking. him. Yeah. And everybody just faint, <clears throat> and takes her body, not knowing that she's part of this, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And go. they're driving away. Mm-hmm. He steals a car right. because his is gone. Yeah. And he's going to drive... Where would he drive them? To uh, Sally's? The one, the one good cop... Yeah, probably to Sally's first of all. Because she's... The one good cop... Has connections with the feds. There's only people that he Maybe you go to Sally's because that actually makes an interesting point because it's going back to this character who was responsible and he's like, oh, I can't do shit without Sally. I need Sally. Perfect. Yes, I like that. And then they go to Sally and Sally, he tells the whole fucking story, Uh right? Yeah. His version. Yes. (laughs) Gams up to her neck. And <laughs> and she's like, well, let's go to uh, Officer, what was the badger's name? Badger. <laughs> we don't know yet. <laughs> Officer. Gordon. Gordon. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, we named him Gordon. I was going to say, I thought we named him. Yeah. And <laughs> go to him. She drives him because she's like, oh, my God. She's the drove- only one that's sober. Yeah. And she doesn't and- even know how to drive. And she has to have her kids with her in the back seat. Yeah. <laughs> and not just that, she's a woman and she doesn't drive. Yeah. Women didn't really drive that much. Right. But she's the capable woman. She's the most capable yeah. woman in the whole universe. But at this it, point. she's worried that people notice a woman that's driving. Mm-hmm. And she goes to Officer Gordon's house uh-huh. and. He's like, what's oh, it's late at night? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And she tells them him the story. Rebecca wakes up. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know where she is. Mm-hmm. She doesn't understand what happened, really. Yeah. She just remembers up into the point of. Uh, I, I told Kit to have this guy killed, and now here I am with him and his family, yes. kind of. <laughs> It's quote unquote family. Yes. I don't know who these people are. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She's in some suburban neighborhood. Yeah. 
blue collar people. Like it's weird. Mm-hmm. She's got. She starts feeding for catnip. Yeah, what happens from here? Uh, she goes in the bathroom. She's like, oh. and they try to explain things, but she's like, I, 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 I can't understand what's happening. I, let me go to the ladies' room. Let me powder my nose. And she goes to powder her nose. Did, did they even have indoor plumbing back then? Really? Um, yeah. In cities. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'm worried about that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know where the toilet is at all. Yeah. True grit. I was upset that they... That was like 1880 or something. I know, but I was upset. I'm like, when did they put... Or in the wilderness. Somewhere. When did they go to the bathroom? It was not in a big city. Yeah, true. Anyway... So she's starting catnip in the bathroom. Starting, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, she sort of hears what's happening because, you know, thin walls. Yeah. And they're like, oh, right, we're going to take down. Sally's telling them what's going on. And uh, Gordon, the badger, is like, all right, we're going to take them down. I got to contact and with the feds, with the Pinkertons. Yeah. The Pinkertons, Pinkertons? Were the Pinkertons still going out of the 30s? I don't know. I don't think so. I, I, they went at least to the 20s, at least. Yeah. Pinkertons. More. Yeah. So he's got some friends. We'll take it to them, and then we'll see some shit done. Because, like, even in the 30s, like, it was Prohibition, like, um, little movies. It was the feds who were after, like, the, you know, the big gangs. Right? Mm-hmm. So he's going to get to the fence. All this information that they have. Which I don't know what like, physical evidence they have. But. So then what happens? I don't... I, I, <laughs> this is hard. Yeah. Well, um, it shouldn't be super easy. I can't figure it out. Well, she could either go out of the you know, whatever, after pouting her nose, mm-hmm. be like, hey, all right, guys, uh, yeah, let's go after them. Mm-hmm. Play along. She's internally freaking out. <clears throat> and then what she was planning to do, because she, in her mind, it's like, okay, I got a simpleton cop mm-hmm. to her. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I have some secretary mm-hmm. with her kids mm-hmm. and I have buried the very, drunk. Very well-behaved kids. Yeah. I'm glad that they're well-behaved. <laughs> I was imagining that she was like, shut up! Shut up! No, she's super organized. They are very in control. And then this drunk private eye. Mm-hmm. You know. Private dick. Mm-hmm. And she... Is like, okay, I'm going to act like everything is cool. And I'm like, well, let me call my daddy. Yeah. There you go. And I, I will. Phone? Can I make a phone call? He doesn't have a telephone. Right. It's, it's a ways away. Yeah. I'm going to go make a call to my daddy. Mm-hmm. And then we will. You know, he will sort this all out. And they're like, oh, he's the manufacturer of cars. He's a, oh, yeah, he's got power over this city. Mm-hmm. And, but she calls her other daddy. Mm-hmm. Kit the cat? 
Well, he's dead. Is no, he's not. Mm-hmm. She calls him. Mm-hmm. Well, she calls Tony. Kid the cat calls Tony. Yeah. And or he's with Tony. Yeah, he's right next to him. And so she called that dad. Tony's like got his claws on his back, like he's pretending he's giving him a massage, but it's like a violent massage. <laughs> like get my fucking money. Yeah. You had better kill this bitch so I can get my money. Yeah. And she's like, hey, baby. Mm-hmm. How you doing, baby? Oh, just fine, doll. Where are you at, girl? Well, baby, I got these weirdos that think they have a theory, but they think I'm innocent. And bad detective. What's the address, baby? He thinks I'm innocent. Quit saying you're not innocent on the phone, please. (laughs) I know what's happening. You don't have to tell me. Are you talking to the audience right now, darling? (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm at, I'm on uh, Woodworth. Mm Mm-hmm. And at whatever address. Mm-hmm. And you can find me there. With a bunch. The whole police force is coming. Mm-hmm. Tony's got the police force in his pocket. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they hear the police coming. How do they get out of this shit? I don't know. So, Gordon the Badger has also placed a call at the same time on a different phone to his fed friend. Ah. Mm-hmm. He didn't trust her. Mm-hmm. Something was off. Yeah. Her mannerisms were weird. Uh-huh. Well, he, and he knows Barry was just seduced mm-hmm. entirely. Yes. We've been talking about this for two hours. <laughs> I love animal movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's called the feds at the same time. They both arrive on the scene at the same time. Ooh. Or shortly after the cops arrive. The cops arrive first. They're like, come on out, Barry. And Rebecca's sitting outside like with them like... Uh-huh. She's like, I'm sorry, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a tough life, baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, why are you arresting me? Kit the cat is there with the. They see that Tony the tiger. He's out of a cop car with the cops. Mm-hmm. As does Kit the cat, and she goes running towards Kit. Oh, another ding gone. And it finally dawns on Barry what's really going on. She's in on it. There's a climactic moment. Do it. I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> At the climactic moment. We don't want a total Deus Ex Machina of, of the feds showing up at just the right moment. Like, our main character has to do something. Right? The main character does a elbow to the stomach to one of the cops, mm-hmm. and then he does a fist to the face. You know? Mm-hmm. And then he grabs his gun, his revolver, Poppy. And he's like, 
he's aiming it right at Tony, and everybody knows, even though he's a shitty fucking cop and he drinks mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. he was a good shot. Right. So it's like a showdown between him and Tony. Mm-hmm. Or Tony doesn't have anything. Well, all the cops have pointed their guns yeah. at him. But he's like, oh. I can shoot Tony right now. I don't care if you shoot me. Mm-hmm. But then the feds show up. And there's this moment where he's like, he has a talk down from the Badger, Gordon. He's like, so, the feds can take I him. Got, we I can handle something. this. We can handle this the right way, Barry. You don't have to go down. I got a twist. Okay. So, Tony gets a gun from his ankle. Nobody can see what I did there. Okay. <laughs> Those on the video feed can see. And he points it right at Rebecca and shoots. Why wouldn't Barry shoot then? Kill him, get himself killed by all the other cops. Because the feds came and it distracted everyone. So then the feds shoot Tony. Mm-hmm. And he's there as an idiot again. Yeah, he hasn't fired a shot, but he's just like lifts his gun up in the air like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. She had gams. Yeah. Like, oh my god. He was so stupid. Her gams. Now she's dead. Yep. And she coughed up blood. And then she was like... Oh, Kit has to die, too. Well, Kit, Kit, like, started shooting right after uh, Tony gets shot. And then he gets shot immediately. By the feds. Yeah. She's sitting there coughing up blood. (laughs) He holds her. He picks her up. Yeah. And holds her like he's going over the altar. You're the man, woman I ever... The most beautiful gams I've ever seen. <laughs> and that tail. And oh my god, it's horizontal. Wings. Even though she was a terrible human being, he uh, still yep. was too dumb. What's the best? At the last instant, she goes, If I was in the skunks, you'd be my skunk. Yeah. You, you're quite a stinker. That's the end. The end quite line. a stinker. You're quite a stinker, Barry. <laughs> There you go. The end goes across the screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oi. Oh, Barry, you're quite a stinker. <laughs> it's not really a happy ending, but that's well, Phil Noor. It's Phil It's not supposed to no, be a no, no. He still was dumb enough to be like, I love you still. Exactly. <laughs> and she says he's quite a stinker. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. The camera pans out. Mm-hmm. And all the cops with pointed guns and all the lights. Yeah. As he's cradling this woman in his arms and jams up to her neck. <laughs> a big fluffy, fluffy tail. I, I, I think raccoons are beautiful. <laughs> the end. You made a masterpiece this time. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I want to talk about something. What? Baskets. Okay. The show Baskets. Zach Galifianakis and the comedian, well, he's also a comedian. Louie Anderson. Louie Anderson. And it's hilarious to me that the mom, Louie Anderson, is my mom. <laughs> she doesn't want to say this. <laughs> it's okay. 
She's like, yeah, I support you, but she really doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't actually support you. She's like, I do. I'm just not going to listen to her. She's hoping for the best, even though she thinks it's fucking weird. Yeah. But the mannerisms, the hair, other than my mom's hair is not blonde. but mm-hmm. And the clothing. And her, my mom randomly talks to people. Like she, I don't know, it's weird. I guess you'd have to know her to really appreciate yeah. this uh, conversation. But it's funny. She even looks like Louis Anderson, and I never knew that. Well, Louis Anderson said he was channeling his mom in the character. That's weird, because his mom would be a lot older, so I would think, like, the whole... Well, it's his memories of his mom. Yeah. And how she acted. No, I think he followed my mom around. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you're related. Maybe. (laughs) He followed my mom around. Oh. He just said his mom because he didn't want to get sued. It was really my mom. <laughs> just wanted to mention that. So that's yeah, total sidetrack. Well, that was uh, Brain Breeze. <laughs> what? We never thought of a title. Ooh, we gotta get a title. What kind of themes we got going on? Detroit Tigers. We got Detroit Lions. We got <gasps> whatever happened to the Lions? They're fine. They probably took over. Because we took out uh, Tony the Tiger. Yeah. We didn't get a last chance to say it's great. Um, Oh! He should have been like his dying words or something. It's great! (laughs) (laughs) They're great! But we didn't. Common themes. Deception. Uh, Gams. (laughs) Raccoons. Corrupts, corruption. Detroit. Detroit. Raccoon City. Oh, Raccoon City, like Resident Evil. I know, that's what I was at. <laughs> Problem is, there's only one raccoon character. Yeah. <clears throat> Stunk is the main character. Detroit Stink. St- Detroit Stinker. Detroit Stink City. <laughs> Stinker. Catnip Corruption. Um, Mortar City Catnip Mortar City well, I was thinking Mayhem But that's already a thing Cat <laughs> You know what I just realized What This whole time you were calling her Rebecca Raccoon But at the very beginning we named her Dee Dee Which is a much better name Dee Dee Oh my god Dee Dee is a much better name for this. Okay. I forgot about that. Yeah. And this will not work for this movie, but a, a title could be Skunkweed Skanks. But I don't think that'll work for this one. Any other ideas? Skunkweed Skanks? <laughs> what kind of movies have you been watching? This one. <laughs> that we've been making. Because his main character is a skunk. We're talking about catnip. Mm-hmm. And then alliteration. Skunk, skank. Okay. Uh, any other ideas? 
We never made a pigeon character. Oh, no. <laughs> There's so many pigeons there. Oh, or no. Not really any rabbits either. I guess there were some rabbits. Women. In the room, I guess. There were some possums. The family that he broke into thought it was his house. No dogs. What? Was there a dog? In the police force. Yeah, probably. Here and there. Mostly dogs because, you know, they can sniff out things. Well, catnip is a common thing. Crime, corruption, catnip, uh, territory, gang war, tigers and lions. Lions and tigers and And berry, oh my. (laughs) And berry. Oh my. Man, why is this so hard? Usually we have the title before we finish the movie. Detroit Confidential. Yeah. Yeah. It was a joke. Bad one. Furries on the loose. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually just a bunch of men in furry costumes. (laughs) This whole... It's no CG. It's just... No. It was our budget. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, true. Animals. It's another vowel sound. Animals. Animals in anger. Animals. Damn. <laughs> Why is it so hard? I don't it know. It feels like it should be easy. But do we have any cool phrases along the way? And that's what I was trying Besides to Besides toots and gams. <laughs> They're great! <laughs> that's gotta be a phase. <laughs> Detroit Tigers. They're great! Uh, that's too much. Cahoots with the catnip. Mm. I don't like it either. No. Um, Usually I have something. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Tigers. Welcome to the jungle, baby. You're gonna die! (laughs) Concrete jungle. I'm sure there's already a movie named that. Yeah. Crime in the concrete jungle. Catnip in the concrete jungle. The lion sleeps tonight. <laughs> it's a tiger. The Detroit lion sleep tonight. Tiger, tiger, burning bright. Detroit tiger, tiger, burning bright. In the bright. concrete forests of the night. In concrete jungle of the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's just go with that William Blake poem. Thy fearful symmetry. Even though only the bad guy was named t- a tiger. What? Tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forests of the night. What immortal hand or eye dare frame what would thy be fearful the title? symmetry? Thy fearful symmetry. Okay. That's an idea. Okay. I can't come up with anything clever. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I'm ashamed right now, actually. Cats on the concrete. Cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. Mm-hmm. Little boy blue and the man in the moon. <laughs> Up to her neck. Up to her <laughs> Gams up to her neck. <laughs> yeah, but just in general, that fits the theme. She's up to her neck and some bullshit. Yeah. yeah. That would be a dirty style. Yeah. It would. Up to her neck. If yeah. he said it a lot and uh-huh. then she had us a bunch of shit, that would be a 30s title mm-hmm. of a movie. They would be like, I got a clever one. Yep. Listen here, she's got gams up to her neck, but she's in trouble uh-huh. up to her neck. 
Exactly. So that's it, right? Uh, yeah. It's up to her neck. <laughs> up to her neck. <laughs> it could be yams up to her neck. Oh. Don't tell Samwise about the yams. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm sure we've told the potato yam, potato, potato, potato yam story. I don't think we did, mm. but we have a compost. And sometimes I don't use potatoes and yams in time, and we just throw them in the compost. Well, Samwise, our golden retriever, he likes to get in the compost. He knows how. Mm-hmm. And he, one day, had a... Uh, he set them out, like, in line, like it was um, a four-course meal. He put them, and he was sitting down, laying down in front of them. He had a potato in front of him, and then right next to that, he had a potato, and then another potato, and then a yam, like all in line in order. He dug them out of the compost and brought them feet away and put them in line for him to eat at his leisure. Yam was dessert, apparently. Oh, sweet potato pie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Up to her neck. Up to her neck. That works as a weird film noir title. Yeah. yeah. Up to her neck in Detroit. Up to her neck. Just up to her neck, I guess. Yeah. I was just thinking that. As, as it just a phrase for trouble? Mm-hmm. And her legs. Yes. <laughs> it's a weird-looking possum. <laughs> raccoon. A raccoon. Why is it? Dee Dee, which we never called her Dee Dee. We kept calling her Rebecca for some reason. <laughs> Maybe there was a twin sister, a good sister, and an evil sister. What? No, we're changing the story. Okay, just ignore that. Okay. It's not, it's not the big sleep. All right. So we finally got her end. We did. And named it. Thank you all. And God bless everyone. And Santa. Bless. Okay. Isn't Santa God? Anyway, good night. All right. Bye.